Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? How often do we skirt around an issue, tell a white lie, or even withhold the truth in our closest relationships? Oh, my goodness. Oh, this one's going to hurt, I think. Well, I think sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it. So today we're asking, who are you really? Who are you really? Are you being honest? Mm. Recently, my <laughs> kids were asking me about football, and this is where this all came from. And I don't even know if you know this, Mandy. It was like a whole thing. One of my sons says, Mom, you always say you're a football girl, but if you could choose between a football game and like a cooking channel, you would never, ever, ever watch football. And I was like, I started to like push back and be like, yes, I would. I love football. But I didn't because I knew in that moment he was right. And it, it sparked this huge family conversation. Um, we talked about it. We kind of delved deeper back to when this whole thing started. And I said, you know, my mom loved football when I was young and she would throw these amazing football parties. But I loved the food at the parties because she would do like a theme and I could help with the theme and the cooking and making everything. We were Bronco fans, making everything orange, you know, and, and blue. And it was just so much fun. But I don't really remember watching the games. But I was a football girl. That's what I labeled myself. Then fast forward to high school and the captain of the football team um, was not as cute as my husband. But at the time, you know, I thought so. And I wanted that attention. And I didn't have a healthy understanding of relationships um, from my past. And so I applied to be the football statistician so that I could be there all the time. And I was like, I love football. Because you're the football girl. I'm the football girl. I am all about football. I'm cool like that. And that was the persona I took on. And I had kind of convinced myself that I was the football girl and I loved it. But I really wasn't. And then I fast forward, I meet my husband in college who loves football. And I was like. Coaches football. And coaches football. And I was like, this is perfect because I'm the football girl. You're the football. And so I started making like themed Super Bowl cakes and all in it. goes back to the food though. Back to the food. Because that's your real thing. That is my real thing. Yes. Bring me the buffet any day over football. (laughs) Like that's why I'm really there. And it's so sad and it seems so shallow and silly that from being a little girl to now 40-something-ish, I had labeled myself something that wasn't true. And I was so used to it and it was so comfortable that I was actually telling people, this is who I am. Now, that doesn't seem like a big deal, but let me tell you how that played out. Over the past years, all the way from college, I can remember like getting irritable on Sundays and Mondays because we'd be watching football all day. And I'd be stomping around, and I'd be bored. you're not making the food to go with it. Well, yeah, the food was made already. Like, how much food can you possibly make? Like, how many rounds of dip can I turn out? Yeah. And I never figured out until this conversation with my boy that it was because I really didn't want to watch the football. And he was like, yeah, Mom, you're like, we have football on, and you're, like, irritable about it. So it was actually affecting my relationships. I was not enjoying myself because I was lying about who I was and what I liked. I know you think this is a little story, but I think this is huge. 
It's crazy, I think right? It's huge. You want to know why? Because your kid picked up that yeah. you were basically being fake. Yes. And you didn't even know you were being fake. I didn't. I was That's a football what's girl. That's crazy because in your mind you're a football girl yeah. because you made food for the Denver Broncos and yeah, all, all the, the things, stuff, all the years, all the and flashes years. in your mind that yeah. well that's what you, you that's who you are. Yeah. But I think it's so cool and wise of your child to be able to look at you and be like that's not who you really are, mom. And here's the and the, and the fact that he felt safe telling you yes. that you weren't going to get defensive or that you weren't going to be like, well, who are you to, who are you to tell me who I am? Yes. Like you you have built that relationship with him. Yeah. Where he was like, I see this weird thing that things something's not matching up what yeah. mom is telling the world and what mm-hmm. she really is. And I need to talk to her about it. I think that's amazing. It really was. And it was such an eye-opener for me that it trickled into so many other other thoughts and conversations about how often we do that and we don't think it's a big deal. Like, how many times have you said to your spouse or your kids, like, oh, it's fine. You pick where we eat. And then they pick and you're like, oh, my god, not that one. But then you don't say anything, but then you're irritable. The whole time. Or or I know one, a lot of times, my husband will be like, do you want anything for your birthday? Because yeah. a lot of times we don't do birthday presents because, yeah. you know, we just paid for a new furnace or a new water heater yes. or something. And, Ugh. you know, we're on a budget. Yes. So, and, I mean, what do we really need? I mean, if we need something, I go to him and I tell and him get, and then yeah. we get it, right? And so he'll say to me, do you want a birthday present? And I'll in passing be like, no. But then when he doesn't give me a birthday present, like, I'm mad. You're brat. And then he's like, I can't read your mind. Like, that's what you told me. And then there's this whole fight about that, mm-hmm. right? I think this is just so important. I, um, You know, it, it reminds me of our Being, Being Real, Real in a, a Fake, fake world, world show. Great show. Go listen to that because we really dive into that there. But it also reminds me of a quote that I saw on Twitter this Ooh. week from one of my favorite authors. Yes. I sent it to I you. I know what you're going to say. Okay, so her name is Jackie Hill Perry. If you don't know her, you've got to look her up. She's great. She's got a great book on the market. It's called Gay Girl, Good God. Um, you need to read it. It's just so good. Um, and if you, if you, you know, especially as you're talking to your kids about sexuality and all the things, her book is just really good. Anyway, she is speaking all over the world. Her book is blown up and, you know, she's huge. And she put on Instagram or Twitter this week, I can't remember what it was. She said, after I've written all the books, spoken at all the conferences, met all the people from around the world, she said, I want my greatest legacy to be that my kids say, I'm the same person at home that I was on this stage. Amen, sister. Oh, y'all, I start crying. Yeah. I start crying because, you know, what we do at Next Hawk, it's hard work. Like, mm-hmm. we're telling people, talk to your kids about all the things, mm-hmm. and that means we have to talk to our kids about all the things. Yeah. Be the same person that we say on the radio show that we are behind closed doors with our kids. It's and hard. It's hard space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's why... God is blessing it is because we're learning behind those closed doors and then we're telling people what we're learning because we're really willing to do the hard work. But but man, like to know that we're the same person Mm -hmm. in our home Mm -hmm. with all the doors closed and all the shades pulled Mm -hmm. that we are if we were on a stage being with a camera on us, Mm -hmm. that's that's being honest with who we are. 
and it's it, it's a hard space because I think it sneaks up on us, and the world's okay with it. The world's okay with white lies, and they say, "Oh, just glaze over it. Just go with the flow. Just say what people want to hear," and that can become the norm so quickly. And then it's like a spiral, like you. It's a slippery slope, and you just get used to saying what people want to hear and doing what people want you to do to please others, or because it's just too hard or too risky to be yourself. You know, and I have struggled with that, and you know, coming from a radio background, like that was my career forever. And it is so hard to feel like if I'm really honest about who I am, will people still love me? And, you know, you have walked through this because with me. Because you, you have, like, um, people expect something of you yes. because of the voice they hear over their radio every yes. morning. They expect, they think they know you. Yes. Well, and I, rem- I remember having a boss that told me when I was in my early 20s, I said a comment, like a joking comment on a morning show about having thunder thighs. And he marched down the hallway and pulled me out of that sound booth and said, don't you ever say that again. Because everybody listening is expecting you to have perfect thighs. And now you just messed up your image. Whoa. Yes, ma'am. So it, I thought he was going to say, don't do that because it's disrespectful and judgmental. No. no. It was you messed up your I image. I messed up my image. And that stuck with me. You know, in your young 20s, you're very impressionable. And there's this, like, rising show. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I can't, I can't really be myself. I can't say how I really feel yes, or, or talk about love my me imperfections. Or like me. Yes. And so that started very young, learning that lesson. And um, it is a hard thing to do because you risk rejection when you are your true self and when you really say, you know what, I don't want burritos. You know, someone might get upset about that and that's okay. Um, But being in that space, it's hard if you're not used to it. I think we all fall into this. You know, when you told me about this show and this story, I immediately went to how I used to be with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I used to be with my friends like somebody in the group would be like, let's go. We never get dressed up. Let's go get dressed up and go out to eat. And Mm -hmm. let's let's, let's have a night out like Mm -hmm. a G&O, girls night out. (laughs) Right. That's what my friends used to say. Yeah. And I did it because I wanted to be with them and I wanted to have friends, right? Mm -hmm. But inside I was thinking what I really want is just to sit around on a couch in my PJs and talk to my friends. Yeah. And so as I've grown up, I've learned to communicate that. It's amazing what you can just do. Right. And yes. I know I remember one year you said to me, you were texting me and you were like, what do you want for your birthday? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, about like, mm-hmm. what, what, what are we going to do? do? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do with our friend group? And I was like, I just want PJs like mm-hmm. on a couch and hot cocoa and some sweets. Yes. Like, that's what I want. And now that's all we do <laughs> for every holiday. <laughs> we, we haven't had makeup on since 2010. <laughs> I don't even know what address. Next talk a bit. <laughs> but. You know what I what I you don't even know what I what I what I found in that it was just a simple little thing, right? But like I was shutting people out and not yes. letting them be the real me, yes. and then I'm not having true friends. It's all a show, yeah. and then and then you know what? Because we we skirt on the surface level stuff about that. Yeah. Then when I'm not. When I'm struggling at not home, okay. yeah. when the marriage is not, you know, it's rocky yeah. or when my kids are doing something that I'm like, whoa, yes. I can't talk about that because I can't even tell you that I just want to stay in my PJs. You can't go there. No. I mean, there's not the, the deeper relationship because we're, we're being surface level. 
I got to challenge people on this because I, God just showed me something real big uh, the other morning. Um, we miss vital connections God's trying to create when we are having these service relationships. Amen. So I stopped and asked this mom the other day. I was like, how are you doing? You know? And I could see she started, she, like she fixed her hair a little bit and she started to go into that like mode. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Everything's fine. And then it was almost like the Holy Spirit just nudged her and praise the Lord. She listened because her shoulders just kind of dropped and she was like, I'm really struggling. And I was like, tell me about it. And she's like, she has four little babies, mm. like all under five. Her uh, mother-in-law Less is, her. yes. Bless her. Yeah, her husband travels for weeks at a time. All the bodily fluids. Bodily fluids everywhere. Oh, no, no Milk, sleep. yes. It's all the stuff. Engorged. I mean, there's all the things. I would take 500 teenagers over that. Right. Okay, yeah. so all of that. And then her husband travels, you know, for weeks at a time, so she's often alone. And then her mother-in-law is now getting sick and is going to have to move in with her. Oh. Like, uh, the, it's a whole picture, right? It's a whole picture. Thank God she was honest So she with says you. all of these things in... Let me just tell you how good God is. She tells me all of these things. And then she says, I asked my mom for help. And she's like, I've never been through anything like that. I have no advice for you. And she's like, and I asked my friends and they were like, I've never walked down that road. I don't know. She's like, and I wasn't going to tell you, but it just came out and I'm really sorry. And I was like, look what God's doing. I have walked down that road with bringing my mother-in-law under my roof, with raising all three little kids at the same time, with trying to manage finances and all of the things, with my husband being gone because he was a coach. I've, I've walked down this road, and I want to help you. And she just burst into tears. And we've been able to have this sweet conversation and pray together and you know shore each other up. He was trying to create a connection that if she wasn't willing – to say exactly who she was and what she needed. It never honest. would have happened. She, I would have said, good, I'm so glad you're doing well. And I would have gone on my merry way and she would have gotten in the minivan and cried all the way home. Yes. So I feel like we miss opportunities that God is trying to create when we put on the mask and we just aren't honest about what we want and what we need and who we are. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by Pax Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's Pax Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through Pax Financial Group. Today, we are talking about figuring out who you really are and being honest about it. Like, it sounds so obvious and easy, but we're talking about little white lies, things that we do and say, just brushing over things like, yeah, I'm good, I'm fine, yeah, we can eat wherever, or no, I, I, yeah, I like football when you don't. How that can become a pattern and a way of life um, that just becomes comfortable for us. And then we never really feel seen or heard or known for who we really are. And so we're talking about what that looks like for ourselves and then also modeling that for your kids. Because what I find is 
when I'm doing those things, my kids do the same and they start to learn that it's okay not to be who they really are. And as they get older and older, that can be really unhealthy. They start to do things just to please others or go with the crowd or because they don't want to ruffle feathers or deal with a difficult conversation because it's easier just to go along with what everybody else is doing. And that's dangerous waters. Absolutely it is. And we see this over and over as they get older um, that, you know, being they want to label themselves. They want to go with this or go with that. It's being tossed about the winds. And mm-hmm. so we need to be super careful about it. I love that verse in Ephesians 4.14. It says, we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Yeah. So what seems like, oh, we're just not saying who we really are, mm-hmm. seems like a little white lie. It's it's bigger than that because we're not being true with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we're not being true with ourselves, then are we really going to see other people for who they are? Yeah. Like are, if we're skimming over our own self mm-hmm. and just looking at a mirror and being like, okay, yeah, I'm a football girl, even though I'm not really a football girl. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm going out on the GNO, but I don't really want to. Like mm-hmm. all the things. Are we just going to pass that on to our kids? Are we ever really even going to see our kids? Or are we just going to expect them to line up and do what we expect them to do? Whoa. Good point. Yeah. I I think that it's real easy to fall into that trap because of something Satan, I think, plants in our minds or whispers in our ears is rejection. Yeah. Rejection is a big deal. And I think a lot of us struggle with it for different reasons, men, women, and kids. And if we feel like being our authentic self, being honest, being real, means there is a possibility that we will be rejected, sometimes we choose the fake role. Well, and I think that's where we just got to stand firm in who we are. And, you know, be and, and I think that as you get older, the easier this is. Yes. Because you, you do care less and less about what other people think because you're more focused on what God wants for your life. Yeah. I think it's very hard as a young person to stand firm in the faith. Um, but I think this is where we come in. And if we're not standing firm in the faith, they are definitely not going to stand firm in the faith. And so if we can be, really be honest and really learn to communicate about who we are and what we like and what we don't like, mm-hmm. then I think on the issue, the bigger issues mm-hmm. that's so important as Christians, mm-hmm. you know, about like taking a stand yes. and speaking out about something and standing that's firm, not yeah. right. Yeah. And you can do it in a respectful and kind way. You don't yeah. have to tear others down, yeah. you know, but if we're not even going to take a stand and I want to be on my PJs for my birthday... Are we really going to take a stand and be like, yeah, God says marriage is between a man and a woman. I may not understand it, but that's what God says, and I'm trusting that. We're not going to do that if we can't even say, I want to be in my PJs. Yes. Or I'm not a football person. Yes. It's like, you know, how we hear, if he cannot trust us with the small stuff, is he really going to trust us with the big things? Amen. I want to be trusted with the big things. And that starts with the small. And what a privilege that we get to help our kids navigate this. You know, as we get older and as we start to practice this ourselves, like, what do I really want? Who am I really? Are people going to love me just for who God designed me to be? We get to walk our kids through that. You know, I was thinking about this with my kids, um, just getting to know them in a way that is completely authentic and giving them space to feel that out. Sometimes it's not organic. Sometimes they're not thinking as kids like, well, what do I really want? What do I really like? Because that age group developmentally, they tend to just go with the flow. 
you know, whatever their friends are doing. And also their parents. Like if and parent, go with the parents. If dad always played baseball, kid always kid plays always baseball. baseball. And there's no even thought process of, do I even like this? Yes. And so I think that's such a cool space. You know, just if you're sitting on the couch with your kid or in the car, just asking basic questions. Like, if we had a totally free day, what would you love to do? Like, what's something that just fills your heart? You may be surprised by the answer because you've been glossing through life and you don't even know who your kid is. And therefore, they may not even know. It may take them a minute to say, you know, uh, that's a great question. And that's a good space to wrestle in and have some great conversation and help them get into the practice of being okay with saying who they are and what they want. I think it's so important, and it seems so simple. But like I said, <laughs> most of the important things are simple. They at the are. End of the day. If we can't simply state what we like to do and what we don't like to do, and you know we want to do this activity or we want to try that activity, they're not going to be able to communicate and stand firm in the faith on bigger issues. Yeah. They are just not. This happened to the, us the other day. Um, football seems to be a theme lately in our home. We were at a friend's house, and. All the kids were outside playing football. And one of my kids was like wrestling, like putting his shoes on super slow at the door. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And I was like, go outside and play. And he was just like moving at a snail's pace. It was just kind of weird. And I was like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know what that means. I was like, what's going on, Bubba? And he was like, I, I just really don't want to go outside and play football. And I was like, well, then don't go outside and play football. He's like, but that's what everybody wants me to do, and they're going to be disappointed in me. And I was like, ugh. You know, you hate that when you hear kids say things like that. And I was like, nobody's going to be disappointed in you. They may miss you because they like spending time with you, but they would never be disappointed in your choice to do something you want to do or to not do something you don't want to do. They love you for who you are. And he was like, are you sure? I was like, absolutely. So what would you like to do in this time? Like right now, if you could do anything. He loves robots. He loves programming. He loves coding, all of that kind of stuff. Anything real technical, that fills his bucket. And he happened to like bring something along. And I was like, go go sit by yourself and do that for a little bit if that's what you want to do. And he got super excited. And he's like, thanks, Mom. Thanks for letting this be okay. And it reminded me that they don't, young kids especially, don't always know that it's okay to be who they are. And those moments are real important for us to coach them and encourage them that like being different, saying what you want, and noticing who you are is a good thing. Well, and sometimes it's the Holy Spirit nudging our kids not to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we, um, you know, and we, I think we covered this on our sexual abuse series, you know, don't make your kids hug adults so they don't want to hug. Yes. You know, oftentimes we're just like, be kind, be nice, yes. hug them, hug them. Yes. You know, we just see it as like a be nice. But sometimes it's the Holy Spirit nudging your kids saying this adult's not okay. Yeah. And so we, we have to kind of trust that and allow that for that communication. Um, The other thing I want to point out, I know we've talked a lot about finding yourself and who you are, but I also think you really need to recognize you may change over time. Absolutely. And I think this is super important because I hear from a lot of married people, well, we just grew apart. We're different people now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't I don't even argue that you're different people. I hope you're different. My question is, why weren't you communicating through those changes? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I have a story that I want to get in here before the end, and it is gift giving. Mm-hmm. I've never really wanted gifts for anything because I'm a saver, and I'm like, don't spend the money, yeah. you know? We'll buy it when we need it kind of thing. 
I found myself getting jealous when I wasn't getting gifts Mm -hmm. and I was getting mad. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a social media thing Mm because I saw all these like surprise trips Mm -hmm. to wherever. And I'm like, I don't even get a card of roses. Like, (laughs) that's all I'm asking for. I'm asking for $10 Costco roses. That's all I'm asking for, right? (laughs) And so, you guys, I had to go to my husband and like tell him that I've changed. Yeah. And it was really vulnerable place for me. It's harder than it sounds. And, and actually, I was kind of embarrassed. Yes. Like in front of my husband of 20 years. I know, girl. And he was like, this is shocking to me. Like you've never wanted gifts. Mm-hmm. You've always said, we'll just buy things together or you'll tell mm-hmm. me when you want something and then we go get it. Um, but you don't want me spending extra money on something I pick out and then you mm-hmm. don't like it and mm-hmm. it's all the things. And I was like, you know what? I just want to be surprised every now and then. Like, I miss that in our relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was so grateful that I told him. And he he was like, thank you for not getting mad at me and then just yelling at me over something stupid. And I didn't know what was going on, you know. Yes. But it was really awkward. But I say all that to be like, what you think you may like may change over time. Or what you expect out of your closest spouse or kids may change over time and that's okay as long as you're communicating it because if you don't like you said you grow apart and then deceit and deception and all kinds of things can bubble up because you may say I'm not okay being honest about this thing but I still want it so I'm going to do it over here on the side or I still want to I want to indulge in that part of my personality but I'm too embarrassed to say anything and of course you're going to grow apart from your spouse in that way and so I love that you were vulnerable and you were able to say that and you guys can grow closer getting to know these new changes as you grow older that totally makes sense so in in wrapping up this show today we covered a lot of territory a lot of stuff one be real and authentic with yourself and with others Two, learn to respectfully voice your true opinions and thoughts. And three, you will mature and change. Keep communicating and be real with your family about those changes. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?